nostalgia, memories, growing up in Central Florida in the 1990s. What a bunch of sappy crap. It's the Sappy Crap Podcast. Starring Steve Bauman and Jarman Day. Welcome to the Sappy Crap Podcast, where the names are changed, but the stories are real. I'm Jarman. I'm Steve, and the stories are real, or at least how we remember them. As always, we're going to put a little disclaimer here that we're not saying that the things are true or represent exactly what happened. This is simply how our brain has stored these things over the years. Because these things can really change over time in your brain, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And we're here to tell stories only two long-time best friends can. That's right. So let's get into the adolescent angst. And this week, we are talking about going back to school and the first week of school, something that is different right now for students all over the world. Really? Yeah, this is very timely right now to release this. It's very apropos. Who are not going back to classrooms to meet teachers. They are going into digital classrooms. Yeah. And it must be said, uh, my girlfriend is actually a, a drama teacher at a middle school. And it's really weird, first of all, just teaching drama and when you're not in person with kids. Yeah. Um, so she has half kids that are there in person and half are at home. So she kind of has to do two separate lesson plans for kids at home and, and in person. So this right. whole first week of school happened a couple of weeks ago, and it's just really difficult for kids to figure out what's going on at home and their, their technology problems. And it's it's a mess. So we'll see how long it actually lasts. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so, German, when I brought up when we decided first week of school, what's the first thing you thought of? Um, it sounds really weird, but stuff. Um, okay, define stuff. Like buying, like you need. I, I, I feel very privileged because my mom has always taken wonderful take care of me through um, a divorce, and then you know we got a new, new step family, um, and we've gone ups and downs with money. But I've never, you know, needed to feel like I wanted for things. Um, I when every year before school started, they have that like in, at least in the states they have like tax free day, where you're encouraged to go buy back to school stuff for your kids. And we always would go and buy some some new clothes and some new school stuff um, every year. And so I was always excited about getting some new shirts and maybe a pair of shoes. And I'm thinking back to like elementary school, especially like, like oh, I get a new pair of shoes. And I remember oh, yeah. I in the 90s. I had these bright neon colored um, sneakers that had iguanas on them with sunglasses. And they were so cool. <laughs> I remember every year the big item for me was that year's lunchbox. Mm. And could I get a cool one with like characters on it? I liked. Oh, of course. And backpack. I think I had a Captain Planet one at one point. Nice. And maybe a like a real Ghostbusters one. Oh, maybe. wow. I never went for the lunchboxes for some reason. I always had generic kind of coolers, I think, as far as I can remember. Fair. But that's how my brain remembers it. And there's Jansport and East Pack. There's a, the, your backpack of choice. That's you right. Know, Trapper Keepers. Do you remember Trapper Keepers? Oh, absolutely. I don't know if they still do those anymore. Let me see. Uh, Trapper Keepers saved me. In the fifth grade, I was a disorganized piece of shit student <laughs> uh, and trapper keepers just having a framework to put things in really gave me what I needed as a kid. Yeah. You separate all your different periods through little dividers and uh, there's little pockets in the sides to put all your different colors drawings. for different periods. I would literally just flip to the next one. That Lisa Frank, like designs in the front, you know, like, unicorns. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so what was the first thing you thought of when you thought of first week of school? Um, so I think for me, I kind of, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, the first week of school I really remember distinctly is probably like the fifth grade, maybe around 10. Mm. 
probably for me too. Um, and I remember that that because that was very pivotal for me because that's the year we moved to Florida. Ah, that's right. And we got to the state like three days before school started. Mm. We were living in Lakeland about an hour away because our house wasn't ready yet. Oh, wow. And my dad took me Monday morning. And instead of going to class in school, we had to go to some county building. What? And get me registered. Oh. And I got assigned to a school. Uh, and then my dad had to go and we had to go to like the principal's office and show them my registration stuff. And I had to get assigned a classroom. So by the time I got in, it was like 1030 or 11 in the morning. The class had done all the icebreaker stuff. Oh no. All the like, <laughs> what's your name? What's your favorite ice cream? Let's all laugh about dogs. Like that stuff <laughs> was all gone. <laughs> and so all you guys were like already kind of, and some of you had been in school together before that. So I also had that against me. And I remember I had to can't come in and, and instead of like getting me in, she like had me fill out a bunch of paperwork that you guys had filled out throughout the morning, <laughs> like your favorite things and your pets names and like that kind of stuff. Um, Wait, I got to say, this is like an ongoing theme with you because at camp last week, we talked about how you're, you got late to camp. So you yeah, didn't get man, your assignment. Screwed. <laughs> screwed. Um, and so all of a sudden it's lunch. I don't know anybody. <laughs> And we're already at like the most tense part of the day. And I've only been there like a half hour. <laughs> so I don't know where to sit. And there's this kid who I'll call James. Uh, and he invited me to come sit. And he was kind of a peripheral member of your group. Oh, okay. That I would eventually kind of become a part of. I see. Because um, I remember it was you and Big Joe. And... Maybe Jordan, I'll just use his real name because who cares? Maybe Jordan <laughs> and this kid, Elaine. Oh, I remember that guy who we never saw again after fifth grade. Yeah. We hung with him for a lot for a little while there and just disappeared. Yeah. Um, and, and this kid, James is like a peripheral kid, but he brought me in and then I latched onto you guys. Good thing he did. And it was probably two weeks later that I went over to like your house for the first time. Hey, if we didn't have that kid, James, we wouldn't have this podcast right now. That is true. Thank you, James. <laughs> Third, like 20 years later. <laughs> that's right. That's insane. Uh, but that's, that's the, that's the first day. That's like the most, not say traumatic, but the one that was like, Oh God. Well, that branches off nicely to the big thing about first day of school is always lunch. And I remember from that point on, like at least I remember coordinating with you or at least checking what was our lunch schedule. What did we have oh, the yeah. same lunch with each other? Cause that was important. I think a lot of times we didn't. Because we often were having no. lunch at different different periods of different people, and I was often you, jealous of like the time you spent with other people, and like I wasn't hanging with you at lunch times. We had precious you, few times where we weren't doing stuff. We're convinced that we were on some like no fly list. <laughs> is that what happened? I remember you and I, but I, I don't think no. I bet you that is not what happened at all. But I remember <laughs> you and I at the time were just convinced that we were on some like you will not put these kids in the same class together. <laughs> That's probably a good um, idea. <laughs> And you and I did have a couple classes together through middle school. I think you and I had a math class together, maybe in the seventh grade. Mm. And then I think we had science together in the eighth. We did have science together because we made movies. The, the movies. But I think those are the only two classes that you and I had together. And you're right. I hung out with like an entirely different crowd. The lunch crowd. Uh, well, I think that that actually brings me nicely into my next, uh, which is the first day of sixth grade. Oh. So when we came from our little Brookshire Elementary, and went up to Glenridge Middle School. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember like you and me and whoever was left. Cause like big Joe wasn't there and Elaine wasn't there. Maybe a few other people were missing, but like those of us who remained went and we got weight went and the sixth graders started in the gym. We all sat in the bleachers and the principal came out. Welcome sixth graders. These are our expectations. Of you treat us with respect, treat you with respect. Yeah. That kind of crap. Yeah. That's <laughs> we all remember it. We all know how terrible it was going to be we in the next three know. years. <laughs> yeah. That was our introduction to the prison, <laughs> the prison of life, <laughs> middle school. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, a rudimentary Hogwarts sorting ceremony <laughs> occurs where there were different teams. Oh, I vaguely remember that. And so they're like, great, yeah, we're let's introduce the teachers for the cheetahs. Yeah, and they bring out all the teachers. And really all it was was an organizational tool for them to group you with what teachers you would be with through the year. Uh, That's yes. all it was, but they turned it into, like, a mascot thing. And to garner, like, school pride. And you, I think you did get points in competition between the teams and – doing that kind but, of thing yes yeah, so i remember it was like this big fanfare yeah and they called names and so they started calling names and kids came down and kids were cheering as other kids were joining them and so it was like as i said like the hogswords <laughs> <story ceremony. laughs> like all right great now the flying tigers yeah yeah they introduce the teachers and then they start calling names and kids excitedly come down as more people cheer and cheer and cheer and everyone's so excited and they're they're down and then i remember them just looking at Lisa goes everyone else you are a penguin. Follow me. <laughs> and we didn't get a fanfare. Oh, no. We were just the ones that were left, so there was no roll call. <laughs> Save some time. These kids don't matter as much. We got to get out of the gym. They're doing dodgeball here in 15. <laughs> really disillusioned. But that was how you got sorted into your friends, like for that year, basically. You know what makes me uh, great, happy about this podcast and um, doing this in general is that my memory is so crap for my childhood, even up to college. And so when you tell me these things, I suddenly have this memory coming back into my mind that I completely forgot about. Do you remember what team are you on? The, no, those names sound really familiar. Tigers? There's Flying Tigers. What else was there? Flying Tigers, the Cheetahs, and the Penguins. I think I was a cheetah, and I think I remember the Flying Tigers being like the the posh people for some reason, or I, the illusion. Maybe some thinking, of the advanced classes, maybe in I, there. I guess because I mean I wasn't in some. Well, I wasn't ever in like the tryhard classes. I was in gifted classes, but not in the, like the AP yeah, or. You and I were both kind of in that vein. We weren't trying hard. We, <laughs> we were smart kids who weren't trying hard. <laughs> We were just getting by. Just get us out of here, please. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I remember uh, I basically hung out with this kid. I can use first names because it's so long ago and it doesn't matter. Uh, Brandon and uh, Chris and a few others that we basically hung out because we had classes together. Yeah, that's kind of how it happens at first. But like we weren't friends otherwise. And those friendships really dissolved basically as soon as we got to high school. Because it's not like the bonding experience you get from the high school after school programs. And then once you get to college, you get those even more deeper bonds that you get from like being an adult together, doing after school things. But classes yeah. don't really make you good friends. It just doesn't happen. I don't know. But those, uh, yeah, I was definitely yeah. jealous of your other friendships. <laughs> that's fair because you and I didn't get to spend a lot of time together. Those yeah, years. that's true. That's and middle we school did get was to terrible. see each other a little bit uh, because of uh, piano. Oh, I forgot that we took piano together after school. Yeah, we did. And I remember you and I were really excited because there was this concert that was going to be duets. Oh, and you yeah. and I somehow talked her into doing duets. What did we do? I don't know, but I remember she was really concerned because 
not say I was better than you, but I'd been playing for like five years. So even though I wasn't good, I still knew more. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I just picked it up along the way and I never uh, practiced. So, <laughs> and so she, I remember she really struggled to find a piece where like, like where it wasn't too tough for you, but didn't make me sound like a dummy. <laughs> Hot cross buns for Hot two. For two. <laughs> well, I have a funny story about that uh, teacher. Uh, she, oh yeah. Miss P. Miss P, she was, she was great. We won't say her last name because of the story I'm about to tell, but uh, she was great teacher, great person, really nice. Her daughter was a little interesting, and yeah, she, she was, was a little, she. I remember her being a little zany. She was about three years younger than us, I think, um, because at some point her and I were going to the school at the same time. I think by high school, um, but she had be, had developed some kind of fascination with me that I wasn't aware of, and so at one point I ran for student council. I don't remember what grade it was. Um, but her mom eventually talked to my mom because she wanted to let her know that she had taken – I had a picture of myself on the poster for when I was running for student council. I don't know. My dad convinced me to do that. Go to Kinko's and get a picture of me on the poster. She yeah, I remember that. That was had, fifth grade. That was what? Fifth grade. That was fifth grade? You ran for class president or vice president or something. Well, this was after that then because it was I was already like a teenager at this point. Yeah, maybe middle school or early high school. But that's the one I remember is the fifth grade. Okay. I must have done it again or something because – it was I was definitely a teenager at that point because we're dating girls and stuff. And she had taken the poster from school and put it up in her room. And wow. her mom got concerned. <laughs> but Fair. Uh, but then later on, they had a lot of family drama. But that teacher was wonderful. She was very sweet. We would go to her house in her little back of her house and like she'd have students. Yeah, I remember in there. I parked my bike and then I had to walk to the back and wait on the bench outside until the next student finished. <laughs> exactly. It was really cute. Another topic I want to broach for first week of school, yeah, especially when I got older, was girls. So, man. and there's two like aspects that, that of this post summer check in, man. Yeah, because here's the thing: you get the new people, the fresh blood. And I hate this is all gonna be a little crass because we were pubescent boys. Um, oh man, we were like we were like horny hyenas. <laughs> exactly. Didn't know what to do ever. <laughs> so you're looking forward to meeting the new girls who are either transferring in or the up- upcoming freshmen or whatever. The ones that don't be. know you're a fuck up yet. Exactly. And then you also, this is true, we're checking in to see how much they developed over the summer. <laughs> so and there were some summers, some years where it was just incredible. I remember coming back and being like, what happened to our class? They have boobs now. <laughs> How am I going to concentrate on U.S. history? <laughs> when she, I can see everything. <laughs> well, and that was right also at the advent of like, you know, in that era is really low rise jeans and pants, mm-hmm. belly shirts and midriff was really heavy in that time frame. Yeah. Just go um, watch like late Buffy, early Veronica Mars, and you'll see yeah. uh, what we're talking about. That's our era of time period for our uh, man. That. It was tough to stay concentrated. <laughs> yeah. Cause now I think, well, actually it's coming back around now. I've seen what the youth are wearing now and it's even more revealing. Um, That's insane. Like, like what do you call it? Like cut off tank top things that are just covering girls boobs. That's like a popular thing for teens now. And I'm like, that is not cool for anybody. <laughs> That's for guys or girls. I don't know. Trust see that. me, when I have worn that people are not okay with it. <laughs> they but, tell me by throwing things, <laughs> <laughs> but where would you want people? Just, it was a little interesting. Um, Oh yeah, but but yeah, right after the summer, man, mm, big changes happened. Big changes. So I also had an older sister who was only two years older than me. My sister Ashley. I'll say her name on this podcast because she's awesome. Um, but we hate each other at the time growing up. You and her <laughs> hated. I mean, 
man, it was unhealthy. And she's a like, good person. I just, we completely saw everything in the opposite way. Everything. Like we had opposite interests, opposite well, ways of looking at things. And I'm sorry, Ashley, <laughs> as someone who was there, Aguirre was a huge douchebag <laughs> and led to you having more terrible fights with your brother than almost any other factor that I saw. Oh, yeah. That's a common thread among siblings is someone. One of the siblings will date just this terrible person. Typically, like he an, was the worst. And he was just a real bad guy. And she recognizes that now and probably did at the time. From what Jarman has told me of this new guy, he is spectacular. Oh, yes. And I hope you're very happy. Aguirre was a douchebag. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but we got lots of fights. But the thing was, since she's so different than I am. She would have a teacher two years before I did. We pretty much had almost all the same teachers because we took a lot Mm -hmm. of the same classes and stuff. Um, And it would either be one of two ways that she really got along with that teacher and I really didn't like them or it was the opposite because we just we we react in different ways. And so they would like my chemistry teacher. I can't remember her name, but a lot of people didn't like her. You probably remember her name. I don't know who it was. I can't remember her name now. Um, Sassy black lady. Miss Grant. Miss Grant. B. Grant. B. Grant. Um, My sister hated her. They got in fights. She was demeaning and mean to my sister, too, which I did not appreciate. I uh, did not have a good relationship either. (laughs) And somehow I got along really well with that teacher. (laughs) I really, I really struggled with chemistry in a way that I struggled with no other class. Mm. in high school um, because I was a good memorizer and good at putting facts in context, but it was just all math. Yeah. And so anytime there was something I had to memorize, like I remember I aced the like periodic table and I aced the formulas thing. But then as soon as it was like, here are the results from this experiment, tell me what the reaction time was, but nothing, yeah, nothing <laughs> gone. That's what I had when I got um, to physics class. We had physics in my senior year, I think, and I eventually was able to drop it, which is weird for high school. But because I didn't want to have a failing grade, I, the math part came around. I love the theories and stuff. I got all that. Mm-hmm. But then the math part came. Now we're going to show how this works with math. I'm like, nope, I don't know. No, nope. it's not happening. <laughs> but now I think she I really got out of that. I barely scraped out of that class. And I think that she passed me because she didn't want to have me again. <laughs> That's fair. Truthfully. <laughs> But yeah, so there was the expectations from the sibling, which I guess because your sibling is 10 years older than you. So you didn't really kind of experience that. That's true. No, we had no overlap in that regard. Right. Uh, I think that that the other big part was, you know, the first week was you you got to meet your teachers. Yes. And you got those first impressions, both good and bad. And typically that my first impressions were usually right. If this was going to be a shit show or if it was going to be a great time, you know, my first big experience with this was probably ninth grade. And I had been in advanced math all through middle school, mm-hmm. but I was really in the shallow end of the pool. And in the eighth grade, I remember to get into ninth grade advanced math, which was like algebra, I think, or advanced algebra. We had to maintain a B in the, in the class and we had to write an essay about why we wanted to be in the advanced algebra class and the importance of math or something. Oh, geez. And I knew that I couldn't tank my grade because my parents would destroy me. Uh, so I write this essay uh, about how I do not want to be in advanced algebra and that I do not think math is that important. Uh, <laughs> what? So ninth grade, I get put in like regular math. I think it was called like applied mathematics or something like or that. Or something. I, but I get put in regular kid math. And I'm in there with a bunch of regular kids. And I remember the first day the teacher goes over the syllabus and I realized that the first half of the year is going to be stuff that I did last year. <laughs> so I coast. 
I totally coast. And I remember uh, she gave this like an initial exam and she's like, we're going to do this now, do your best. And then in two weeks, I'm going to have you take the same thing. And it's going to show you how far you've come with basic concepts. And I remember I destroyed it. <laughs> and she like kept me after class and was like, wanted to talk to me about going into advanced math. And I remember just saying, no, it's not happening. Please don't. <laughs> nope. Not happening. But you would eventually have to take that next class, wouldn't you? I would, but I didn't take the honors version of math. Oh, I took okay. honors science. I took honors, all that other crap. Right. I did not take honors math. Oh, man. I don't remember what I did with that because, yeah, it's. <laughs> I just I forgot all my classes. I should have played so dumb and I misread the situation <laughs> and I gave myself away. <laughs> <laughs> man, I just remember falling asleep through so many classes. I just couldn't keep my eyes open. Probably because I was staying up all night playing like Age of Empires 2 or Diablo or something. Almost certainly one of those games, yes. <laughs> uh, and then. I remember there was always those teachers where in the first week you just knew it wasn't going to work. And the one I had, it was 10th grade. She was an English teacher. Her daughter was in our class. I I can't remember the name, but her daughter was in our graduating class. Gotcha. And um, there was some book that we were supposed to read over the summer. And then on the second or third day of class, we were going to take a test on this book. So, of course, who so many kids don't do this. Don't do the reading. I do because my parents make me do these things. Good. My parents were always very on top of summer assignments. I go, I get like a 92 or a 93 on the test. Not I'm bad. really pleased with myself. And I remember the teacher like storms in and gives us our things back. And I was like, yeah, I got. It. And she like launches, you should all be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> this is the most terrible showing. It is clear that none of you care oh. about the study of England, blah, 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 and launched into this thing. And then I realized I was like, oh, everyone else did bad. <laughs> and she announces that only three of us got A's. Oh. More people got C's and then like half the class didn't pass. Wow. She is outraged. So instead of doing that day's lesson, she makes us take out a piece of paper and write a front and back page essay to our parents. <laughs> explaining why we failed to complete this task and like why we don't care about literature or something. And then we had, then we were supposed to take them home and get them signed. Did you mention to her like, Hey, I'm one of the A's. Should I, I still do? asking, I was like, I did okay on the test. She's like, this is an assignment for everyone. <laughs> I was what like, the hell? Okay. So I write this thing. I really don't know what I'm supposed to be writing. Uh, and I take it to my dad. My dad actually goes, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I got an A on a test and I had to write how terrible I am. <laughs> so I remember Todd, I was like, dad, do you think you and mom could like come to school and get me out of this class? And it's not like I did this often. You know, there was the one time in fifth grade where like my parents intervened and got me out of a classroom. It's not like I went and complained about every teacher. Right. It was justified when you do it. It was just one of these like, dad, you see this, right? Can you just get me out of there? So sure enough, like a day later, mom and dad came in. And force them to take me out of that class and put me into another English class. I happened one other time with me where I was in a class for a while uh, past the first week. So a little outside the scope of this podcast episode. Mm-hmm. But the class was so remedial because it was an elective class because all the other elective classes were taken. I think this was in high school or perhaps late middle school, actually. Yeah, um, it was reading. It was a reading class. Um and we'll have probably other stories just about teachers and classroom experiences, I guess, later on. We'll save it for that. But yeah. we, I had lots of bad experiences in that class. And 
my parents tried to take me out of it um, because it was just so remedial and terrible. For example, the one um, assignment we got a B on was when we didn't read one of the books because it was dumb and we didn't want to. And so me and my partner for the for the group project, we put a poster board up for our presentation and it was blank. We didn't put anything on it. And we said, this poster board is blank, signifying what was going through the main character's mind during most of the book. If <laughs> <laughs> she gave us a B. Nice. <laughs> so uh, that's fair. That I makes think that, no that'd sense. Be great. So anyways, yeah, you, you know, who the teacher is going to be good or bad. And I've had some that just seem to hate stupid kids in general. They hate teaching. Um, and it's pretty obvious the first day, but also oh, yeah. the first week you have the kids who are the bullies who bully teachers. That happened a lot more in middle school than anywhere else. And you could just tell the kids that were going to be a dick to the, that teacher. They were scoping out to see if they had chinks in the armor that they could just get under and make those teachers lives a living hell. And I hate those kids even more now than I did back then. Um, it's just terrible. But you'd find out the first week is cool. Here, I'll tell, I'll tell a story here that it's not really in the scope here, but you made me think of it. Uh-huh. Um, so senior year, I had an English teacher, honors English, uh, Miss C, who's probably deceased by this point. She was old then, and that was 20 years ago. Oh, goodness. Um, she was a great teacher, highly dedicated, but she was tough. Like, no, no doubt about it. She was very tough with her grading and her expectations of her students. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while she was difficult, I really appreciated her. And, and she grew to, to really like me. Oh, just, I think as a student, um, and, uh, our buddy, I don't remember what we've called him before. <laughs> Make up a new one. <laughs> That's going to be terrible. <laughs> our buddy it. owl. Owl. Yeah. Owl. Owl. Okay. Sure. Owl, our buddy owl. Uh, uh, was in that class with me and he was very much the same way in that we were kind of like the more mature kids in the class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember there was one day where both of us were out like a Wednesday and we came back and miss C was out and one of the other teachers storms into the room and starts berating the class about how could they possibly treat Miss C the way they did. And Mm. when she heard the things that they said, she could not believe the level of disrespect. And I remember she made us all write a letter apologizing to Miss C. And like, I had no idea what happened. We get filled in later that this kid who we actually kind of palled around with, uh, who had dropped out of like IB or like whatever the college International version, baccalaureate, yeah, or whatever the the AP AP. Mm-hmm. I dropped out of AP English to be to drop into this class, and and constantly complained that it was harder that our class was harder than the AP class he came from, um, and he, this apparently bubbled over when he got some paperback that he got a grade that he didn't feel he deserved on, and he like started a fire with the other kids basically to the point where they were all verbally berating Miss C. And she like left the classroom crying and didn't return. Was this an American history or American government class? Uh, no, this was English. Oh, it was English. Okay, never mind. Because that's something similar happened to one of mine. So I thought uh, it might have been the same one. And I remember didn't know what to write and didn't understand what happened. And I remember she came back the next day and him and I kind of stayed after class and we were like, we're sorry about we heard what happened. I remember her looking at us and saying, I wish you two had been here because it probably wouldn't have happened. Wow. 
And it was one of those things where I was like, teachers rely on us to help with our peers just as much as they that's do it true. themselves. That's very true. There's, there's a dynamic that's very kind of fragile at times in this classroom. Oh, yeah. keeping the, the And she's piece. absolutely right. Would not have let that go, at, go down. Mm. That's sad. Especially yeah. now I'm in love with a teacher and I can't imagine kids being that terrible to her. And it makes me sad. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, just two times I had to write terrible letters that I didn't really understand <laughs> what your I dad gets done. second letters. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I didn't do it. I was home. <laughs> Why do you keep writing me these letters? I don't want to sign this no, shit. No, they keep making me. <laughs> you sign it. I don't care. Uh, and then my final story is uh, about first week of college. Mm. Ooh. So I went to a small Christian university in Seattle called Seattle Pacific University. And every freshman took a class called University Seminar. Wow. And there were 20 kids and they were a ton of topics, ton, ton of topics, small classes. Uh, and basically it was just like an introduction to college reading and what we expect from you class that everyone had to take basically. Uh, and mine was on like sociology and film and TV. That's fun. Or something. It was kind of fun, but we didn't actually watch anything that much. Um, and the professor did this icebreaker the first day and she had us push out all the desks and she ran a line of tape down the middle of the room. And so she's like, if you prefer hamburgers, head over to the left. You prefer hot dogs, head over to the right. And everyone laughs and chuckles and divides up. Sees her and saying, all right, if you prefer hot chocolate off to the left, if you prefer a mocha off to the <laughs> and all the shuffling. And so it's like all these little questions to see where people stand. Uh -huh. And then we got to the one where she's like, if you consider yourself politically conservative, why don't you hop off to the right? If you consider yourself more liberal, head off to the left. And the room very quickly divided. Uh, and that is when I got a true demographic snapshot of what I was in for. She asked so, you guys to do that. That's kind of like, yeah, but it was like meant to, because it was a sociology class. So there oh, had been okay. other things leading up to that. It's that's not like fair. it came out of nowhere. Um, At least it's related to the class. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. She didn't go straight from the hamburger question. To that. <laughs> like there was a lot of stuff in between. Gotcha. And uh, I remember on the right were 17 kids. In the middle was one blonde gymnast. And then on the left was me and the effeminate African-American kid. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, I see the dynamic here. At that point, I knew that it was going to be interesting to try to date. <laughs> it was at that moment I knew. And somehow you found your future wife there. That's right. She caught me checking her out, climbing a ladder. <laughs> Later, I dropped a wrench on her face. That's true. And love. then when trying to get her attention from across campus, I threw a nickel at her, which hit her right under the eye while she was on the phone with her brother. So abusive from the get go is what you're saying. I mean, I had moves. <laughs> they I weren't think. good moves, but they were moves. No, no, no. They were moves. They were violent moves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my first week of, of college, I remember pretty well is because orientation ended up being very important because I was we had to go stand in line depending on what college we were in inside the university. And I was in the college of communication and the film program. Mm -hmm. So once we got there, they're like, get in line with your, you know, your major. And my major was film. So I got in that line and we're waiting for something. I don't remember what, but in front of me and behind me were these two guys, AJ and Don. I'm going to use their real names because who cares? We're not telling anything bad. Um, and we were best friends for the rest of college. And we're still, we still talk online today. Um, me a little less with AJ. Unfortunately, he's got a family now and he's kind of doing his own thing. 
But Don lives out in L.A. and he's doing he's doing reality TV shows and that kind of thing. He stuck with the film thing a little more than either of us did. Um, but, yeah, we start, stayed in touch this whole time and just we met in line at orientation. And from then on, it was just friends ever since. So I remember AJ and Don. I've met them at least once. Yeah, they're good guys. They're definitely good guys. Been through a lot with those guys. <laughs> College will will do that to you. That's right. First week of school, kids. It's really important. Yeah, Don't take it for granted. We're out on it, but hopefully you'll get another chance next year. Yeah, absolutely. Hope it gets back to somewhat kind of normal. And you guys are going to find all sorts of new, interesting things to be angsty about that we never even had to think about. So that's true. Good luck on that journey. You got to live on social media. We didn't have to do that till college. That's true. <laughs> Not even after college. I but- had a live journal. <laughs> yeah, MySpace. <laughs> friendster um, but yeah uh that pretty much wraps up this episode of the sappy crap podcast that's right join us again next time where we're going to talk about more sappy crap reminiscence and teenage angsty stuff we don't even know yet not yet no uh but thanks for joining us down this delightful stumble down memory lane and don't forget the good old days weren't always that good this podcast was brought to you by a play on nerds. <laughs>